Welcome to the official Gun Tub Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. What's going on? Welcome to another night of the Guns Up Nation podcast. I'm joined by a couple of fine young men. I, I know y'all, I don't know where y'all are at, but I know we're pretty cold over here. We're freezing temperatures and it's only going to get colder during the night. How y'all doing? Doing good. High 60s here in uh, San Jose, California area. So, oh, uh, don't you're talk killing to me, me, Steve. You're terrible. killing me. You know what? Though, you know, I was watching down. the I was watching the Green Bay game last or yesterday evening, and uh, I saw the snow come down during that game, and made me sort of miss Alaska, just a bit. That's you know? crazy. Not ready, crazy. Not willing to move back or anything, but it's sort of made me miss that snow. So, Ryan, how are you? Well, the thing is, at least when you're in uh, when you're in Alaska, your your temperature is consistent. I True. started the day at a humid 73, 74 degrees. And by the time I was able to make the 20 minute drive home, uh, we were at 55 degrees. And right now here, a couple of hours later, we're right above freezing. It was Good the grief. same day. <laughs> Good grief. The wow, wind no, is you. absolutely Nuts. howling. Nuts. Well, this is that one time of year you actually pull out the, uh, the stocking cap and the gloves and get to use them for a change. Well, Amen. this is the one time of year where you pull out the sh- short pants and the short sleeve shirt, um, and then the turtleneck, and then the cardigan, and then the long sleeve pants, <laughs> and then the gloves, <laughs> and then the boots. <laughs> Layers. You were always a fashionable one, Ryan. You can't. You you can't put anything away. You can't store anything away. It's, yeah. You need it all. <laughs> Good stuff. Funny. What games we got going on, Steve? Well. Um, Last week was tough for everybody. So overall, only forty tough. percent of the games picked correct. Um, just That's almost forty-one percent. Ninety-two That's total tough. games picked out. Um, pretty rough for everybody. As you look at uh, the host, um, John, you and I had the best records last week at three and two. Then uh, Keith and Ryan at two and three. And Ryan, um, you tied your worst ever week again. I'm slacking, so. man. It's it's really bad. It's really really bad. By yeah. now, I should have been hitting some five and O's. I haven't hit one yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, congratulations to uh, Fred and Hillary. Uh, finished four and one. They led last week, and and uh, our, apolog- our apologies to Billy who finished zero and five last week. Uh, Ouch! Had a lot of one and fours and a ton of two and threes last week. So the um, the game that really beat up everybody was um, the Minnesota win. Really took yeah. out took out a lot of people, and then. Uh, no idea how Penn State lost that game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and Texas. And that Sacramento State finish confused <laughs> me because I think, Ryan, you and I were talking about it back and forth a little bit, that they were down 10 with a little under two minutes left and somehow won like by four. So, yeah. yeah. I, I admit, well, I, 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 was I thought even... North, North Arizona had the game wrapped up, so I actually went in started shading everybody green for North Arizona and then realized the final score was wrong. So, um <laughs> <laughs> well, what was funny was before the game, I, I was uh, talking to you guys about how it's statistically impossible for North Arizona to win that game. And, you know, if I hadn't been watching the score, if I'd have just seen the final score, I'd be like, yep, that's right. There it is. But you, you, you watch the score, you watch the game going on. You're like, oh, man, North Arizona is going to win this thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Well, another fun week, regardless of how good we are at this, it's fun to play. So, uh, um, by the way, I'm feeling good about my national championship pick. Uh, I picked LSU to win it all. And, uh, starting to look pretty good. Yeah. Starting to. So you never know. Plenty yeah. of football left. Starting to look pretty good. They looked yeah. really good against Bama last week. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you already hear the, uh, believe it or not, week 12, uh, games. You ready to hear them? Let's hit totally it. Totally ready to hear it. Let's see it. All right. So we're going to talk. start out of the AAC, American Athletic Conference. First game is going to be Tulane at Temple. And, uh, John, we'll start with you. You know, I think Temple helped me out you know, early in the year when you picked the Temple game. So I'm going to kind of go with the law of averages and pick Temple again in this one. Okay. Smart, smart. Ryan, who do you have? Man, John, you're killing me, dude. You're supposed to talk <laughs> a little bit and give me some time to get to my page here. Oh, uh, I was ready. I was ready. As soon as I heard Temple, I knew. I knew what I was going to do. I believe Keith timed it last week, John. I believe Ryan took three minutes and 28 seconds on one pick alone. <laughs> That's all oh, I took? Lord. I mean, no, for one pick, not total. That's all? Yeah. Trust me, three minutes and 28 seconds is brutal to us and the listeners. <laughs> well, you know, you do have your thumb on the on the edit button there. Ooh, I boy. do. Temple has the series lead here. Uh, last time they met was 2016. Oh, Tulane's previous games. They've dropped to Navy. They dropped to Memphis. Those were on the road. Temple, they dropped to UCF at home and SMU, which you can kind of forgive there. Evenly matched teams here. Tulane... Seems to be the good statistical pick here. Uh, injury report. Wow. Bless both, America. Both Jeez. teams have very few injuries here. That's very, very surprising at this point in the season. Uh, weather's going to be fantastic, so no favoritism for either team. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go with Tulane in this one. All righty. Thank God. <laughs> Killing me. You know, the, the stats are pretty even. I mean, this is almost a coin flip, I think. It really is. Um, Tulane had a really great start to the season. Temple's been sort of steady whole season long. I'm going to go ahead and go with the home team on this one and pick uh, Temple to beat Tulane. Says you. All righty. Ryan, we'll start with you on this one. This is out of the Midwest Conference. Or, sorry, Mountain West Conference. I always get that wrong. Mountain out of the Mountain West Conference, it's Wyoming at Utah State, the alma mater of our coach, Matt Wells. At Utah State. So, <clears throat> wow. Wyoming and Utah State. This is going to be our pillow fight game of the week, folks. Uh, Wyoming, <laughs> not looking too good this year. Utah State has been disappointing this year. Um, they, I mean, they're, they're a good team. They're not a great team. Um, Wyoming is an even worse team. You know, I've just, I've just never really liked Wyoming all that much. Come on, computer. I'm going to be going to uh, Utah State to win this one at home. Oh, wow. Okay. Utah State got you down. Um, some reason I think uh, Wyoming's got a 
pretty decent team and uh, no, better than the record shows. No, they don't. Uh, Utah State. Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing good happens in Utah, in my opinion. I mean, <laughs> Utah Jazz couldn't even Utah Jazz couldn't even win the NBA championship, and they had Carl Malone and John Stockton. Oh, so, oh, man. so wow. uh, I'm going to go and take Wyoming to uh, take this one. John, really? who you have? Wow. You know, Utah State has nosedived a bit. Like the loss of Wells, and mm-hmm. um, kind of affected them. Yeah, like so. And I think that slide continues. I think Wyoming will beat them. All right. Wow, some big calls here. <laughs> All righty, guys. So this next game is out of the Big Twelve, and I'll I'll lead with this one. It is the uh, game where game, uh, college game day is going to be this this Saturday in Waco for the mm-hmm. number nine Oklahoma at number twelve Baylor game. Um, to me, this is a game of. Which team can you tolerate enough to root for? And um, the answer is really neither one. one. But um, I just can't stand Baylor being good. I, <laughs> you know, I can swallow Oklahoma because it's been happening for a while. And, you know, it's sort of like Jalen Hurd. And uh, so I'm going to take Oklahoma to win this game and mm. uh, hopefully just annihilate Baylor. Mm. John, who do you have? Well, my wife is kind of keen to Lincoln Riley for female reasons. Um, but besides her rooting for Oklahoma, um, I like, I really thought that this would be Lincoln's year. I mean, Mule Shoe Guy, no, Texas Tech alum. Um, I, I don't know if they have any kind of a shot to sneak back into the playoff with only a few weeks left in the season. But I've really really can't stand Baylor just winning every game and they're becoming like the media darlings and Mm -hmm. you know they can make out a check to the big 12 office and pay whoever it is that's hired officials and say because of your staff we are undefeated because of at least three games three games the rest have helped them out right and I I know I know if you don't like the call don't make it close but you, you can make a case that Calls went Baylor's way in three games. And maybe you need that to be undefeated. I don't know. But, no, Oklahoma ends the streak this weekend. All righty. Good call. Brian, who do you have? My gut <clears throat> tells me Oklahoma. However, hear me out on this. OU does not get the road test like every other Big 12 school gets. For the main reason, for the main reason that OU never has to go to Austin. And you take away their game against Texas, the only places that they have played is UCLA, which is not a good team this year, uh, Kansas, which was a pretty good team this year, and Kansas State, which they lost. Um, as much as I really want this to be the game that Baylor gets exposed, and I think Baylor will be exposed at some point, I really don't think Oklahoma is going to be ready for this road test. Uh, Waco is going to be pumped. Like you said, college game day is going to be there. Um, every single stat here is going Oklahoma's way, but I think Baylor's going to win this game. Wow. Wow. 
All right. Wow. Ryan's going to one and four. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, you're up next. Uh, out of the Big Ten, number 17, Minnesota, who just had a great win over Penn State at number 18, Iowa. Well, Fleck, nice I don't know if y'all saw, but P.J. Fleck was re-signed to a contract extension, yep. uh, which that's very deserving. You know, Minnesota's undefeated. Um, I think they ride the momentum of that. You know, Fleck will have his team ready. Um, Iowa, I mean, is anything good happened in Iowa besides Field of Dreams and Kevin Costner? I mean, um, no. I, Minnesota will win this. It, they may win it a little bit closer than people think, but they'll win the game. Okay. Good call. Brian, who do you have? You know, <clears throat> ever since our game, our bowl game with Minnesota, I've just never really liked Minnesota. There's just something about a mascot that you call a golden gopher that is just rubs me the wrong way. I, I don't know. I don't I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. There's just something that's just foundationally wrong about this. Um, looking through my stats here, you said this is at Iowa, right? Yep, that's correct. At Iowa here. Wow. Iowa's got two losses. They got Penn State and at the big house in Michigan. Eek. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Minnesota has quite an edge on this. Man, Iowa's been a tough, tough team to beat. Um, They got a lot of injuries. Yeah. Minnesota. I'm going to pick Minnesota for this one. Okay. So after um, the whipping that Minnesota gave Penn State, uh, I'm firmly firmly on the uh, Minnesota bandwagon, so I'm also going to take Minnesota to take this game. Nice. All righty. Nice. So, Ryan, you go one and four this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's part of the one game you got right right there is Minnesota. This is going to be horrible. Oh. <laughs> All right, Ryan. So you're leading off of this final game, uh, the game. SEC, uh, number six Georgia at number eleven Auburn. Who do you have? Georgia at Auburn. Ooh, boy, that's going to be a tough game. That is going to be a tough, tough game. Oh, uh, let's see. Where is my Southeastern Conference? <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to clear my throat there without muting myself. So, Georgia, you know, I think, come on, computer, golly, I think Georgia had its face slapped, and I think their attention has been gained. I think it's too late in the season for them to do anything really good um, as far as the national championship run, but, um, you know, their last couple of games, it's really shown that they have come back to the, uh, to the discipline. Um... Auburn, yeah, Auburn seems to be waning here. Um, while it's at home for Auburn, and while they got that whole War Eagle thing that I still don't get because they've got the whole multiple uh, mascot thing going on, I'm not quite sure how that is. Yeah, I'm going to go for Georgia in this one. Alrighty. All right, you know, I'm, I'm in the same camp on this one as well. I think Georgia... They have to win out to keep themselves in the um, playoff picture, which I think is going to be tough to happen even if they do win out. But um, they have to win big. And uh, I think we saw last weekend they were highly motivated. 
and uh, I think that will continue throughout the season. So I'm going to take Georgia in a big win over Auburn. John, who do you have? Uh, you know, LSU kind of helped me out, you know, last week in that pick over Alabama. Um, you got that right. Where is this? Where is this game being played? Is it in Auburn or Georgia? Yeah, at Auburn. It's at Auburn. Hmm. I mean, I mean, all the all the trailer park <laughs> bomber people will be there. Um, oh, man. Wow. Uh, well, no, you don't understand. Like, I've got, oh, I've got Ken. I don't talk about this very much, but uh, I've got Ken in Alabama, uh, the Ferguson Center, the Ferguson Student Center in Alabama is named after my great great granddad on my mom's side. Holy cow! Wow. Yeah, my mom's last name is Ferguson. And so every week, you know, growing up, right, it was something about Alabama, right? And that's that's great. You know, it, it, you know I got Ken down there. I got connections there. But but uh, I was kind of the black sheep picking LSU last week. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and, and the Auburn game was always circled every year. And mm. you know, there, there, was some, there was some choice words said of my family about Auburn. Um, but they are always tough to beat at home right? and Auburn's kind of been resurgent this year. I can't tell you how many times their head coach has been on the chopping block. Right. And he keeps fighting. He's like, he's like Jesus Christ, man. You know, you think Christianity stomped out and he just rises from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> and so Auburn, like they, they've done that. And so I, I, uh, I think Auburn continues their resurgence. I think they'll find a way to beat Kirby Smart at home um, before they play Alabama. Wow. Interesting. You're just trying to keep peace in the family. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) You know, Christmas is around the corner, so you better, you know, recover from past sins. Yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. If we see Auburn's football team come out of the locker room by rolling a stone aside, we know we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like, oh, John's I don't think got I something. Him, how's he coming? But, uh. <laughs> you know, John knew what was coming here. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, wow. that, that wraps up week 12 of the uh, Pick 5 Challenge. Just two more weeks left after this week, so uh, yeah. then we'll enter bowl season then. Man, oh man, oh man. Wrapped this all up at the National Championship game. But uh, thanks, everybody, for playing. And uh, let's get those picks in as soon as possible. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. So big win for the uh, Red Raiders this last weekend. Yes. I mean, yes. who, who right. saw that coming? I mean, to to <laughs> go on the road and really dominate the entire game, you know, that, that last-minute touchdown we gave up sort of soured it a little bit. But, you know. Even a three touchdown win in Morgantown, I don't, I don't think we saw that coming. No, absolutely not. Morgantown has historically been a very, very tough place to win. And I, I distinctly remember, Steve, I think, were you camping with us when we were, watch, we were listening to that game? Oh, yeah. Uh, that was one of the most disappointing losses we had had. And it was on the road at Morgantown, leading the whole game. And uh, West Virginia just whittled away until they just finally beat us with that last no-time-on-the-clock field goal. Um, That was several years back. So, yeah, always feels good, always feels good to win in Morgantown, especially after losses like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I I tell you what, definitely Jed Duffy's best game of the season, I thought. And uh, I really liked that they were stretching the the field and and really – 
you know, we seem to do a lot of five yard, 10 yard routes, but this past week I saw a lot of just 20 plus routes. It was great to see it really, you know, I, I think it, uh, Jet really sort of hit the zone after a while, made some great passes, sure. and really just kept West Virginia guessing the entire time. Sure. Uh, I have well, a feeling a, that mm-hmm. – yeah, go ahead, John. No, just I – mean, just, I have a feeling you're going to kind of see more of that. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if somebody got in Wells' ear or something, but, but uh, just going forward on fourth down, a lot of vertical um, – we'll, we'll see. But it, it was encouraging to see Tech play the way they did. Yeah, yeah. I think this game uh, actually helped solidify the whole picture with uh, Bowman, who now appears to be uh, healed up from his injuries, um, and who's going to be doing the start job and and really uh, after this season on into next season and what that picture looks like. Um, I don't know if y'all saw today that uh, it looks like Bowman is uh, is all healed up, but the intention is to make him uh, a red shirt now. I don't know if y'all saw that or not. Yeah, yeah. So we have a Yeah, little, I saw that. So we have what, a red shirt freshman, a red shirt sophomore, and then Duffy back as a senior. Is that right? I mean, but you know what, though? They can uh, uh, jet Duffy. If, if you think about it, you know, some of Tech's most prolific years on offense, you know, the head coach notwithstanding, um, some of their best years on offense was when they had competition at quarterback. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, well, you think about it. I mean, yeah, Webb, Mayfield, and Mahomes, you know, there a few years ago. Um, some of Leach's best years was when he had guys like Cumbie and Simmons and Cody mm-hmm. Hodges all on the QB roster. And, Man, those um, guys were some hosses. Uh, Says here Duffy is a junior, so he would be a senior next year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking he was a sophomore. It might be hard for Bowman to stay on this team. You know, potentially might be eyeing a transfer out. And I hate to speculate, mm-hmm. but uh, we also got two solid recruits coming in, a quarterback next year as well. So, uh, well, a, and you lot, just a lot of competition. That, you know, he's, he's now had two big injuries, and – you know the chances of him getting injured again are are pretty high. I mean he's 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 hurt, and so you know you don't want to you don't want to hurt a kid's um, you know chances at uh, going professional. And you know if he gets hit again, I mean that that could be just the whole end of his career. I don't I don't know what his intentions are, you know post college, but um, you know he's he's got to be thinking about that. Yeah, for sure. So looking ahead to, to uh, this Saturday's game. Um, what y'all's got feeling? You want to make some predictions? You know, I would, I'd like to think that they found some new aggression, you know, just to kind of put and push that at home. Plus, Gary Patterson just irritates the, the heck out of me. And you can say that uh, again. I, I think they're burning some ships, you know, at CCU. It wouldn't surprise me to see Cumbie leave a, after this year. Um, I don't know where. You know, maybe with the Arkansas job opening up, you know, maybe he would go take an SEC job uh, as an OC you know, or something. Uh, it's hard to believe once upon a time he was a head coaching candidate. You know, Texas yeah. was courting him just a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But all that said, I, I think Tech just has more skill on offense than CCU does. Um, the big challenge, this will be a different podcast, the big challenge will be Kansas State in a couple of weeks. But Ryan, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, uh, TCU is going to be coming into town with uh, with a lot of injuries. Most notably, is going to be two count them two safeties. Um, that's very questionable. Uh, this is uh, new uh, information that came out uh, yesterday, and um, you know uh, you, you you've got uh, a tech quarterback that's now warmed up. He's uh, clicking on all eight cylinders. The team is behind him. Uh, the team seems to have found chemistry late in the season, which is something you don't normally see. And um, while um, you know, while this is a, while it's a straight up pick 'em, while the stats are completely against Tech, it is at home. And and I do believe that uh, TCU will go home with their um, reptilian tails tucked under their legs. There. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Yeah, I really think this one's a coin flip, and um, if if Tech plays like they played last weekend, yeah, I think they could win out, and um, they seem to be laser focused. Um, they had Matt Wells um, sit in commentary during the basketball game on Saturday night, and uh, he was said, yeah, he was really impressed by the focus and all overall. Um, prep leading up to it and so i'm hoping they can replicate that and and uh i can see us i can see the game being very close but um you know i'll i'll take take by a field goal over tcu nice yes sir nice yes sir no just yeah i think that's that's a good call well shout out to um our basketball team starting out season two and oh first game they looked great last game was uh, a little sloppy and i tell you what though probably the most athletic team I've ever seen Tech have. And um, and we're going to play great defense because of it. And uh, they were going to struggle a little bit on offense at times, especially once we get into uh, conference play where we got a lot more talent to, to face up against. But they look good. Um, Coach Beard's working his butt off on the sidelines, you know, coaching them all the way up to the, the final buzzer. And it's great to see, man, what a passionate coach. And, and if I was a basketball player, I'd play for that dude any day. So – how about our fan base, man? Like, I mean, you got 5,000 students packing the first yeah. two games. I don't ever Isn't remember that, the that when I was in Lubbock. Never, never. That place was cooking. I mean, that place was cooking. Yeah. I mean, for a mid-major team. Like, I mean, you're not even – this team will probably be ranked, you know, in the 300s, right, by the end of the year. And those <laughs> students were, cr- like, fired up. You, know, you, you would have thought it was, you know, Kansas you know, or someone. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, That's true. The Raider riot, you know, and and just the guys that build up tech basketball that, that they need to that they, they need to throw some some of their ideas, you know, into some of the uh, I don't know what you throw it into, but give an MVP shirt or something, right? Because they're they're turning mm-hmm. tech into a basketball school as far as our attendance goes. Yeah, uh, real quick. Stuff. Yeah, it's funny, Steve. The other night when you were. Uh... Uh, texting to the rest of us about Bethune Cookman, and I was like, "Who is that? Is that a funeral home?" It's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. <laughs> That's terrible, terrible, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Come on, man, it did. It sounded exactly like a funeral home. <clears throat> That's what you name a funeral home, not a university. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm not sorry. So I, yeah. I saw something that that Beard came up with a system that if. Uh, if a student attended the first four games of the season, then they were guaranteed a ticket to the Kentucky game. 
Yeah. Wow. And I, I saw that. I thought that was super smart and, and wow. no doubt it was working. You know, I, I've wow. been looking at tickets for Kentucky game. I can't get there. So. Dang. Anyway. Either way, I should tell y'all, uh, I know we're kind of semi-wrapping up. Uh, um, I will be in Lubbock um, the week of Thanksgiving. I, I kind of lucked out. My church was really cool. I, I told him, I said, man, I, I really need to get up to West Texas and see family. Um, the, the, I got a sub, you know, preacher for that Sunday of Thanksgiving. So I'll be in Lubbock. I, I'm going to. Go watch Tech. I paid six grand dollars <laughs> for a ticket to watch wow. Tech. They're going to play, I think, pretty sure I saw on the schedule. I don't know who we're playing. I, I think it's the University of Brooklyn or Rhode Island, Brooklyn, uh, no, or something. Oh, yeah. Um, six th- bucks. Man, be- you can't beat that with a stick. Uh, oh, I know. I know. I don't know who, who my wife used you know, for the tickets, but. But um, we, we ate that up. It, it'll be us. It'll be uh, my brother and his kids. Like, it, it'll be a good. It, it'll be a good Sunday on the plane. So, yeah, smart, good, good stuff. Deal. Good deal. Well, yeah. and a shout out to our women's soccer team too, who'll be going into uh, Big Twelve uh, tournament play here. And uh, I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but we actually have the number one scorer in the Big Twelve. Oh wow! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's uh, wow. that's uh, Kirsten Davis. Kirsten Davis, uh, before they played their last game, uh, she was already at 15 goals for the season, which is absolutely incredible. So, man, our ladies are just killing it out there. Yeah, yeah. She, I think I heard the golf team just finished the fall season, number one in the nation, and then uh, the dynasty known as the Meat Judging Team just won yet another national championship. So, congratulations to them and. And in fact, yeah, uh, awesome. Keith uh, just uh, requeued the uh, our podcast with uh, Dr. Miller from um, the Meat Judging Group, and and a great interview. If you haven't had a chance to, to listen to all that, uh, a really a, a great great listen, and and no doubt he's the reason why that team's been successful and really just dominated in that in that event for all this all this time. So so congratulations to them again. Been a lot of fun to watch our Meat Judging team. Amen. For sure. So, hey, you know, quick question for you guys. Uh, what did the green grape say to the purple grape? What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Right. I don't, I know. don't know. Why are you eating Gilbert grape? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was my best one today. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Good stuff. <clears throat> well, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but um, scientists have been studying jellyfish for some time. And they've actually found out, and they've known this for a while, that jellyfish are actually pretty angry. And for years, they couldn't figure out why jellyfish are so angry. But they finally figured out why. Do you know why jellyfish are so angry? I'm dying to know. I have no idea. Because they can't find peanut butter fish. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, finally um, had a good one. Nice job. Hey, well, you know, y'all say that. You know, my wife today it was really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction this morning. Uh-oh. So you want to know what I did? Uh-oh. I, What'd you do? I packed up my stuff and write. 
<laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> that one never get old. <laughs> oh wait, wait! I said that. <laughs> oh man, you're killing me. So I, I got, I got one. one more good one here, real quick. Uh, so I was at the dollar store the other day and ended up buying what turns out to be the world's worst thesaurus. And uh, you know, not only is it terrible, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, man. Man. Picking on the dollar store, man. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's funny. Well, Ryan, you want to send us home? I'd be glad to. Red Raiders, wherever you are, keep your guns up. I know it's been a tough season, but we all knew that this was going to be a season for growing. And we've seen some highs, we've seen some lows, and we got plenty to build on. So get out there, get to the game this week against TCU. Get out there and support the basketball team. Get out there and support the women's soccer team. Red Raider fans, take it easy. We'll catch you on the flip side. Take care, buddy. Beat the horny toads. Guns up. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.